0: Childhood pneumonia is the number one killer of children under the age of five worldwide. The disease is a particular challenge for those living in developing countries where there is a lack of clinical expertise and appropriate equipment to diagnose the disease. Adopting a technique called machine learning, scientists at Oxford University have taken clinical data from children with pneumonia to teach a machine to identify critical symptoms and diagnose future cases. This machine can be something as easily distributed as a mobile phone, giving those who don't have easy access to doctors a simple way to assess a child's condition. I'm Claire Armstrong and I spoke to Elena Nazanova to hear how. Really our
1: focus and determination is to use the power of machine learning combined with the prolific use of mobile phones to automate the diagnosis and make um, high-quality diagnosis available through basically trained um, community healthcare
0: workers in a lot of places around the world. By using this, what you could say, machine learning, you can actually eliminate the need for a doctor to diagnose children in places where doctors are quite scarce.
1: Yeah. So we obviously don't want to completely eliminate the need of doctors. I don't think that's possible. But what we can achieve is create this initial triaging so that we pick up all the kids that are actually in need of seeing a doctor so that, you know, when a mother has to make a decision of whether or not to travel for two hours and then to queue for another two hours and give up her daily wage, um, she does have some reassurance that this is actually necessary and she should take her kid to a hospital because they are very high risk of pneumonia.
0: You mentioned that you use machine learning. Um, What is machine learning? Machine learning is um, basically, as the name says, a way of
1: designing algorithms by learning from previous data uh, and teaching the machine how to interpret this data. And then in our case, um, diagnose a new case based on previous experience. It's effectively very similar to writing a set of rules for the machine to interpret, and wide number of techniques that we can use to really teach the machine what to do in certain scenarios. Um, so, this al- these algorithms can be embedded um, in mobile phones, for example, which is what we are interested in, um, so that you can have a very simple device nowadays available to a lot of people uh, that effectively carries the brain of a doctor. And how did you gather your data? So for this preliminary study, we relied on a um, clinical study that was already conducted by a team at Oxford, and they uh, worked with more than a 1,000 kids in Africa. So in the next few months, we'll be running a study um, in India, which will be more focused on the usability. Um, So how exactly do we make these algorithms interpretable by a very basically trained user? They need to know whether a child is at high risk of pneumonia, but also how severe the disease is, so that they can make this decision of whether or not to refer the child to a hospital, whether they can do something locally. Is there any reason why this hasn't been done already? Anything new, it takes actually quite a long time to um, develop confidence that um, this is something we can reliably use in clinical practice. And really the main challenge is that our algorithms only as good as our data. Um, so for us to have this confidence, we do require a huge
0: amount of data, which takes a lot of resources and time to collect. Is this something that you would maybe continue to develop the algorithm as you get more data, you can feed it into the system and the system can sort of keep learning as it goes along?
1: Absolutely, yes. Um, So this is one of the goals of our next study in India, to collect that rich data set that also contains other diseases so that the algorithm can differentiate between other similarly looking diseases. The challenge with pneumonia is that there are quite a few symptoms that a doctor needs to interpret to be able to reach a diagnosis. And it's often very difficult to train, for example, a, a healthcare worker in the community to do all this complex interpretation. So beyond just temperature and beyond just respiratory rate,
0: through machine learning, we have the capability of fusing a wide number of parameters. Elena Nadanova from the University of Oxford. And the study was published in the Journal of the Royal Society Interface.